Hello and welcome to day six of anything and everything. Seven day hard we're told different hard story of the day and all that's cringy. T today is Halloween and I know I'm a few days late. So if make up four and go tell a story both tomorrow and Thursday to make up for it. Okay, today I'm gonna tell a classic creepypasta, which is one that actually started off the creepypasta franchise, which is Smell Dog. Okay, I'm not gonna talk too much, I'm just gonna shut up. And get right into it. I first met in person with Mary E. in the summer of 2007. I had arranged with her husband of 15 years, Terence, to see her for an interview. Mary had initially agreed, since I was not a newsman but rather an amateur writer gathering information for a few early college assignments, and if all went according to plan, some pieces of fiction. We scheduled the interview for a particular weekend when I was in Chicago on an unrelated business. But at the last moment, Mary changed her mind and locked herself in the couple's bedroom, refusing to meet with me. For a half hour, I sat with Terrace as we camped outside the bedroom door. I listened, I listening and taking notes while he attempted fruitlessly to calm his wife. The, the things Mary said made little sense, but fit with the pattern I was expecting. Though I could not see her, I could tell from her voice that she was crying. And more often than not, her objections to speaking with me centered around a, an incoherent diabridge bribe on her dreams, her nightmares. Terence apologized profusely when we ceased the, ex the exercise, and I did my best to take it in stride. Recalled that I wasn't a reporter in search of a story. But I'm merely a curious young man in search of information. Besides, I thought at the time I could perhaps find another similar case if I put my mind and resources resources to it. Mary E. was a sign-up for a small Chicago-based bulletin board system in 1992. When she first encountered Smile.jpg, her life changed forever. She and Terence had been married for only five months. Mary was one of the one of S an estimated four hundred people who saw the image when it was posted as a hyperlink on the BBS. Though she's the only one who is smoking openly about the French. The rest are remained, remained anonymous or are perhaps dead. In two thousand five, when I was only in tenth grade, smiles.jpg was brought to my attention by my burgoing interest in web based phenomena. Mary was the most often cited victim of what is sometimes referred to as smile.dog. Being this, uh, being this, the being smile dot jpeg is reputed to display. What caught my interest, other than the obvious macabre elements of the cyber legend and my proclivity toward proclivity towards such things, was the sheer lack of information. Usually to the point that people don't even believe it even exists, or than or than as a rumor or a hoax. It is unique. Though the entire phenomenon centers on a picture file, that the, that file is nowhere to be found on the internet. Certainly, many photomanipulated some some littered the web, showing up with the most frequent see on sites such as the image board, 4champ, particularly the X Focus Paranormal subboard. It's suspected these are fake because they do not have the effect. They do not have the effect the true smell that JPEG is believed to have. Namely, sudden onset temporary lobe epilepsy and acute anxiety. This purported reaction 
in the viewer is one of the reasons the phantom like small.jpg is absurd. So depending on whom you ask directly, the reluctance to acknowledge small.jpg existence might just be as, as much of a fear as it is a disbelief. This purported reaction in the viewer is one of the reasons the phantom like small.jpg is regarded with such disdain, such as patently absurd, though depending on whom you ask, the reluctance to acknowledge smile.jpg's existence might be just out of fear as it out of disbelief. Neither smile.jpg nor smile.dog is mentioned anywhere on Wikipedia, though the website features articles and such other perhaps more scandalous toxins such as hello.jpg or two girls one cup. Any attempt to create a page per Pertaining smile.jpg is similarly deleted by any of the encyclopedia's many admins. In contrast with smile.jpg or the stuff of internet legend, Mary E's story is not unique. There are unverified rumors of smile.jpg showing up in the early days of Unicet, and even one persistent tale that in 2002 a hacker flooded the forums of humor and satire websites, something awful with a deluge of smile.jpg pictures rendering almost half the former forms users at the time epileptic. It said, also said that in the mid to late 90s, that small JPEG circ- circulated on unit use set and it as an attachment of chain email with the subject line, smile, God loves you. Yet the huge exposure these stunts would generate. There are f- very few people who admit to having experienced any of them and none, and no trace of or any link have been discovered. Those who claim to, see, to have seen Smile.jpg often weekly joke that they were far too busy to save a copy of the picture to their hard drive. However, all alleged victims offer the same description of the photo. A dog-like creature, usually described as appearing similar to a Siberian husky, illuminated by a flash of the camera, sits in a dim room. The only background detail is that the physical being a human hand extending from the darkness in your left side of the frame. The hand is empty, but but is usually describing as beckoning. Of course, most, atten- most attention is given to the dog or dog creature, as some victims are more certain than others about what they claim to have seen. The muzzle of the beast is reluct- reputedly in split, split in wide grin, revealing two rows of very white, very straight, very sharp, very human-looking teeth. This is of course not a description given immediately after viewing the picture, but rather a recollection of the victims who claim to have seen the picture endlessly repeated in their mind's eye during the time they are in reality having epileptic fits. These fits are reported to continue indeterminately, often while the victims sleep, resulting in in very vivid and disturbing nightmares. These may be treated with medication, but in some senses is more effective than others. Mary E, I assume, was not an effective was not on effective medication. That was why after my visit to her apartment in two thousand seven, I sent out feelers to several folklore and urban legend oriented newscripts websites and mailing lists, hoping to find the name of a supposed victim of smell.jpg, who felt more interested in taking about talking about his experiences. For a time nothing happened at my length. I forgot completely about my pursuits. Since I'd begun my freshman year of college and was quite busy. Mary contacted me via email, 
However, near the beginning of March 2008, I'm dear Mr. L. I'm incredibly sorry about my behaviour last summer when you came to interview me. I hope you understand there was no fault of yours, but rather my own problems that led me to act out as I did. I realised I could have handled the situation more decorously. However, I hope you will forgive me. At the time, I was afraid. You see, for 15 years, I've been haunted by smell of JPEG. Small dog comes to my, me in my sleep every night. I know it sounds silly, but it's true. Just an ineffable quality about my dreams. My nightmares that make them completely unlike any real dreams I've ever had. I do not move and I do not speak. I simply look ahead and the only thing I see, of me, see ahead of me is the scene of that horrible picture. I see it beckoning hand and I see small dog and I see it. it's talking to me. It's not a dog, of course, though I am not quite sure where it really is. It tells me it will must it will leave me alone if I do as it asks. All I must do is says is spread the word. That's how it phrases its demands, and I know exactly what that means. It must be short to someone else. And I could. The weekend after my accident incident, I received an email, a Manila envelope with no return address. And it was only a three and a half inch floppy diskette. Without having to check, I knew precisely what was on it. I thought for a long time about my options. I could chose to a stranger or co-worker. I could even chose my husband, as much as the idea disgusted me. And what would happen then? Well, a small dog kept its word. I sleep, yet if it lied, what, what could I do? What would I do? And who's, who's to say something worse would not ha- come to me if I did as this creature asked? So I did nothing for 15 years. But I kept the get hidden among my things. Every night for 15 years, small dogs coming in my sleep and the man that died spread the word. For 15 years, I stood strong, though there were hard times. Many of my victim, fellow victims on the BBS4, where I first encountered small.jpg, stopped posting. I heard some of them commit suicide. Others remained completely silent, simply disappearing off the face of the web. They're the ones I worry about the most. I sincerely hope you will forgive me. Mr. L, but last summer when you contacted me and my husband about an interview, I was near breaking point. I decided I was going to give you the diskette. I did not care if Mad Dog was lying or not. I wanted to end. You were a stranger, someone I had no connection with, and I thought you would not feel sorry when I took the diskette as part of your research and sealed your fate. Before you arrived, I realized what I was doing. I was planning to ruin your life. I could not stand the thought. In fact, I am still ashamed. Mr. L, and I hope this warning will dissuade you from further investigation of Smaller JPEG. You may, t- in time, encounter someone who is, if not weaker than I, then who, who wholly more depraved, someone who not hesitate small follow small disorders. Stop while you're still whore, whole. Sincerely, Mary E. Terence contacted me later that month with the news that his wife had killed herself while cleaning up the various things he left. Behind closing email accounts and the like, he happened to, f- to hunt upon the above message. He was a man in shambles. He wept as he, as he told me to listen to his wife's advice. He found the diskette. He revealed and burned it until it was nothing but a stinking pile of blackened plastic. Part of the most disturbing was, however, like was her diskette had hissed as it melted, like some sort of animal, he said. I admit I was a little uncertain about how to respond to this. At first I thought perhaps it was a joke and the couples behaved belatedly playing with the situation in order to get a rise out of me. 
A quick check of several Chicago newspapers online obviaries, however, proved that Mary E. was indeed dead. There was, of course, no mention of suicide in the article. I say that for a time, at least, I would not further pursue the subject smile.jpg, especially since I have finals coming up in the end of May. But the world has always testing us. Almost a full year after I returned from my disastrous interview with Mary E., I received an email to jml at dot com from El Zahar 82. Subject, smile. Hello, I found your email just for your mailing list. Your profile said you're interested in Smile Dog. I saw it. it on, it's not as bad as everyone has says. I sent it here to you. It's just burning the word. The final line chilled me to the bone. According to my email client, there was one file attached called naturally smile.jpg. I considered downloading it for some time. For some time, it was most likely a fake. I imagine even if I weren't, I was never wholly convinced that smile.jpg small peculiar powers. Mary E's account had shaken me, yes, but she had probably mentally unbalanced anyway. After all, how could a simple image do what smile.jpg was said to accomplish? What sort of creature was it that could break one's mind with only the power of an eye? I know such things are painfully observed. Then why did the legend exist at all? If I downloaded the image and looked at it, and if Mary turned out to be correct, if Smile Dog came to me in my dreams demanding I spread the word, what would I do? What would I give my life if Mary had? Fighting against the urge to give until until I died, or I simply spread the word eager to be put at rest. And if I chose the latter, wrote the latter wrote, how could I do it? To whom would I burn in, in the truth? I went through with my earlier intention to write a short article about Smile JPEG. I decided I could attach it as evidence, and anyone who read the article, anyone who took interest from, would be affected. And even assuming the Smile JPEG attached to the email was genuine, would I be capricious enough to save my See myself in that manner? Christ spread the word? Yes. Yes, I could. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Everything Everything. No, it sounds really cringy, but whatever. Um, please check out our Twitter because that's where I put on the tweet updates there. And if you want if you want to support us, go to email us on PayPal us so we can get better equipment because at the moment I'm doing it from my iPhone. Thanks for watching. See you in the next one.